What up, what up, what up everyone? Welcome to episode 17 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Shouts to Body Armor as usual. Today's episode, Mike Dunn is back in the building. You've been asking for it, and here it is. And it's on a Monday, man. T-G-I-M. Thank God it's Monday. In this episode, you might notice the audio is slightly off, but we did our due diligence here at Combo's Court Studios to fix it up as best as possible. With that being said, I think the content is great and will bring you tremendous value. Mike speaks on how he would change Ben Simmons and Lonzo's jump shot if he had the opportunity to work with them. We also discuss when is the right time to start that thing you wanted to start, whether it be a YouTube channel, Instagram account, podcast, or anything for that matter. Spoiler alert, the time is now. We get into that, plus much, much, much more. You can follow Mike on Instagram at C Mike Dunn. That's S-E-E-M-I-K-E-D-U-N-N. You can follow me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. And do your boy Combo a favor, man. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe right on your Apple Podcast app. Appreciate you all more than you know. The continued support has been amazing. Let's get into it. Can we get it? How we used to get it like my top Can we get it how we used to get it? Cap on, and I got racks on. Spent four nights in the country I like, then take my rich back home. Glow so bright I can make moonlight. See, this ain't like your filmos. New one, big gun, bare tone. Who won? We won your home. We old school like Chopper though. My old school made doctor know. My old school made hard not. Black on black, my coop and strap ain't bought. We're into it, man. We're here. TGIM. What does that mean, man? It's Monday. We're recording on a Monday. Tell me what that means to you. Thank God it's Monday, man. This is see, this is this is how this is my quick my quick spiel uh, on Mondays. Everybody goes into Mondays thinking that Mondays are terrible, right? So that people are like, man, I hate Monday. If you if you go into anything with that mindset of I hate it, like that's not gonna be good. Chances are it's not going to be good. So you, I just go into Mondays like, man, I love Mondays. I'm going to have the best Monday of all time. And that's what I try to do, man. Man, uh, you know what I didn't get to tell you last pod? I didn't get to congrats, uh, give you a congrats on the future baby. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's coming quick. It's coming really fast. End of July. How do you think your life will change when you have a kid? I'll probably just shoot more jumpers. Um, that's, probably, that's probably what I'll do. <laughs> You might shoot less jumpers. No, man. No, stop it. Don't say that. <laughs> so wait. So like over the years, you you accumulated a lot of information about basketball, shooting in particular. Would you feel – are you going to feel obligated to like steer your child to play ball? Not at all, man. They're going to do whatever they want to do. Obviously, like they're going to be around it though. So hopefully hopefully they pick up they pick up on it or it's something they want to do. But if they don't, I can't, I can't force them into anything. So as long as they're happy, that's all that's going to matter. Right. You know, Press Maravich uh, had Pete just watch basketball, but not let him touch the basketball for the first two years of his life. You know what, though? Like, all right, this isn't like I'm Pete Maravich, but I remember I was I was hurt like momentarily in college and just watching like you learn so much from just watching for, for a period of time. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think when you get injured is a great time to get better in general. Like if you're if your left hand is broken, you can work on your right. If your arm is broken, you can work on your legs. Like I always got better during injuries. 
and watch and watching, of course, too. Yeah, I remember watching practice, and I'm like watching it, and I'm like watching, I'm watching who like the team I'd be on during practice, and I'm watching the the opposing team, and I'm watching people's tendencies. I'm like, oh, I could get a shot right there, I could get a shot right here, and then when I came back, it was like, it was like easy. It was strange, man. I, that was really, uh, yeah, it's, it's super beneficial. For sure. Getting getting injured could be a blessing. Shout out to Bobby White with no foot, but he'll be all right. Uh, is, he, is he walking yet? Tiny Tim. <laughs> Tiny Tim, by the way. He's the greatest scooter, sh- he's the greatest scooter shooter on a Dr. Dish we've ever seen. <laughs> scooter shooter is incredible. Those two words need to go together. <laughs> that might be the name of this episode, scooter shooter. Yeah. Shout out to Bobby White. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, man, uh, tell us about your new job. Um, they know a little bit about what you do in social, from what I understand. What's it like, man? What's going on with you? Like last episode, you told us that you're you're getting away from having a nine to five, and then all of a sudden, you get a new job, man. What's going on, Mike? Well, so I, I, I took a I took I took a job that, that essentially just gives me more flexibility in terms of being able to pursue basketball still, because um, I still got bills to pay, and I got a kid on the way, and I can't I can't rely on that full time yet, so. Um, but it's one of those things where the hours are set in. I'm not traveling all over the place, all crazy, and I can just uh, I can I can I can do my job, and at the same time do basketball, and they're not going to conflict with one another. And you got to do what you got to do until until that time comes. Man, I've been listening to uh, Gary V's pod almost daily. Um, you on Instagram talk about his book a lot. What'd you learn from crushing it? You know what I mean, and not to sound like. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. Sound. I know what you're. I know what you're about to say. I know what you're about to say. It you're about to say everything. Everything he says, you already kind of do, but he kind of puts it out there and he explains it in a great way. Is that what you're about to say? One hundred percent. Like I was reading it and I was like, oh, I do that. Oh, I do that. Oh yeah, I already. I already do that. Like I was just. It was. It was cool to read for me because it was like reinforcement that like, okay, maybe you're on the right path with this thing. A hundred percent. I feel like that when I read his stuff or when I listen to his pod, I was like, like I, on YouTube, I was on like a YouTube journey the other night and it was like some guy just made like the 50 keys to success from Gary V. Like he made it himself, you know, so he could get his right. views up, I guess. And like I like 48 of them, like I, I feel like I do like so maybe I'm on the right path. Maybe I'm not. Who knows, man? But I'm going to keep going on Convo's path just like you're going to keep going on Mike Dunn's path. You got to be yourself, just like you always say. Exactly. Exactly, man. Yeah. Talking about the book, like, you know, he talks about social. He always talks about how like social media is kind of a land grab. But at times we see people kind of stepping outside of who they are for attention. Yeah. Maybe maybe for the likes or followers. Uh, can you speak to that? Yeah, I hate it. Um, I just I just feel like I, I think there's always going to be a grab, right? There's always going to be that quick grab in terms of all right, this is this is really popular right now, and you could step outside of what you what you really believe in to get those likes and followers. But at the end of the day, like what what that doesn't matter. Like I think it's just likes don't matter, followers don't matter. It's it's literally just finding people that find like that connect with what you do and want and then and then get real value out of what you do. Um, all that other stuff, like I just don't get it. Like you you're you're setting yourself up self up for failure down the line. You know what I mean? Like. While you're, while what one of the things I like to tell people is like, while you, while you do this quick attention grab, somebody else is maintaining exactly who they are and continuing to work on their craft. So while they may not be getting attention right now, they're getting better at what they're doing, 
while you're going off course at something you're not that good at, it's only going to last a little bit of time. And when that runs out and you have to go back to what you thought you thought you were really good at to begin with, that person that's just been doing what they've been doing consistently is going to just pass by you by leaps and bounds. A hundred percent. And I think it's almost impossible to stay consistent if you're not true to yourself. It is for sure. Like, and it'd be, it's, it's, it'd be exhausting. Like, why would you want to, you know what I mean? Why would you even, why would you even want to do that? Uh, you're a Philly area guy, Pennsylvania, Philly. Uh, I'm from New York. It's all the same to us. But um, yeah, man, Ben Simmons to me is the guy. Like he's going to, to me, I think he's going to be the face of the league, right? Yeah. So let's, let's put, let's get a hypothetical scenario, right? Uh, you're from the Philly area. They give Mike Dunn an opportunity to work with Ben for the summer. What would you do with him? What would you do with his jump shot? Um, well, it's funny you say this because it's not like I don't think about it every single day because I do. Like, I, I think I think one of the big things, if you want anything, like you have to kind of envision yourself doing it no matter how big it is. Right. And that's obviously something I think about. Like, I, I, I'm like in my mind, I think that some for some reason, somebody's going to call me and be like, hey, man, we want you to work with Ben Simmons. So that's it could happen which may, if you keep building. Yeah, you never know. You know what I mean? But like in my mind, I'm, I'm already working with him if that even makes sense. But which I, which is going to sound a little crazy, but I think you have to do that kind of stuff. So um, uh, I, I think his, his positioning, the way he the way he holds the ball is, is completely wrong. But um, I think the first thing where we start, we got to start with the base. And I always I, I've been I've been tell, I've been I've been telling a lot of kids now I'm seeing. I'm just calling the the lower half of your body like the engine to the shot. It's what gets everything going. It's where your flow comes from. It's where the power comes from. And if you watch him shoot right now, he just has absolutely no rhythm to his shot. There's no flow. He's he's actually making a, like a conscious effort to completely negate his lower half and shoot all with his upper body. And um, he's not. I, I don't. I don't understand where that comes into play and, and why that's the case. Other than it's, it's probably a comfortability issue, a comfortable issue, uh, comfort issue, I guess. But I think that's where I start. It's about you know just just dipping those hips a little bit, getting the getting the legs moving, and then. And then having him find this that rhythm and in, 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 in going from the legs all the way up and through the follow through and obviously changing the hand positioning on the basketball. He's kind of to the side and his hands not underneath and in, in the middle of the ball, as I always like to tell kids to do. So I think it's all fixable things. It's just one of those situations where he's been doing it one way for so long and he's never he's he's think about how good you have to be that you don't have to change that and you become an all world player. You know what I mean? So. It's just going to take time. Yeah, I think he's next. Like, I think he's the next face of the league. Um, so let me ask you, do you really think, like you say, shooters are made, not bored. Do you really think that Ben Simmons could become a great shooter? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know if he can become a great shooter. I think he can become a good shooter. Because great to me, great you're getting into Steph Curry, Clay, Clay, uh, Clay Thompson, Kyle Korver, you know what I mean? That's great. I I think there's people that don't shoot as well as them that are great, though. To me, who? Those that's like that's like the top yes, of the line, though. Thinking, like, but you're using like, the word great. I consider that all world. Isn't there something like? Isn't there something over great? <laughs> I think great. I think be. you top out at great. Okay, then yeah, then they're great. But there's gotcha. very good, but there's also very good shooters. I think he can become like I really, I I honestly believe that. Yeah, I honestly believe that with enough work, you can become a, a good shooter. It's just it's just going to take tons of time. There's no re- you know, there's a great example of it is is Kawhi is a phenomenal example of that because 
Kawhi could yeah. not shoot in college at all. Right. And he completely he devoted right. himself to it. And now he's I mean, his shot looks super mechanical, but he's worked on it to the point where that thing goes in almost every single time. Yeah, that was the case with Jason Kidd too. Yeah. I mean, they used to call him Ace Ace and Kidd because he had no J. <laughs> yeah. And then and then he became one of the guys with the most three point field goals ever, you know? And uh, how, I wanted to know, how about Lonzo's jump shot? What would you do with his? Uh, I would blow it up and tell him never to do it ever again. Um, I just, I, he, I, you had like to me, he has to change that. There's, if if anybody like follows what I do and, and what I say, like one of the biggest things I always say is get rid of wasted movement, because the more the more movement you have on your shot, the more the more chances you have of things going wrong. And with that, the way he's shooting the ball right now, there's all that extra motion that. Honestly, to to even to even think about being able to do that the same exact way every single shot is, I I, I can't I can't, I just can't see it happening. So it it would literally be starting from scratch and getting him to, to to try to fall into a more traditional type motion because what he's doing now I just don't think is possible to repeat every single time. But it was working in college with the same form. But was it like I I know people I I, know, yeah. I, I just don't. I, it's hard for me to ever compare college to 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 the NBA just because there's such a significant drop off in talent. You you look at guys. Remember, I, I remember watching guys coming out when when everybody was coming out of high school to the pros, and guys were knocking down threes as high school as high school seniors and and all this kind of stuff. But then they get to the NBA and they can't hit a shot. And it, it's it's a lot different when you're the guy. Like you know that you can take a million shots. But I think when you get to the NBA, it's, oh, yeah. there's it's so much more about efficiency and. Uh, I, it, it just has to change. Who has a brighter future, the Celtics or the Sixers, and why? Um, man, I, I, I might be biased, but I just think it's I think it's the Sixers. There's just something, and I'm here, so so it's a little different. And I'm I'm in the city, and I'm I'm around like the energy of it all. But I don't I don't know, man. There's there's something about Ben Simmons, and you said it. You said he's going to be the face of the league. That kid, that kid's confidence is on a different level. Like he. He came into the league saying, like, I'm going to be like, I want to be an all time great. I want to win championships. And he has not budged from that. Like, that wasn't him just trying to relay some type of persona. Like, that's that's really him. And I just think he's going to get better and better and him and Embiid. And I agree. Like, how you say that he's uh, I don't know. It's a lot of bad in this uh, episode, but I like how you said that you could teach a shooter. He has all the things that you can teach, like 6'10 with that type of vision and mm-hmm. handle. I just, I really think he's next he's up. So, uh, he's so poised. Sure. Like he's a very poised player for being, what? what is he, 20 years old, 21 years old? So, Yeah, man, he has the it factor. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, does tanking, does tank, do you feel tanking works? Because it seemed to work in your hometown. It did. I mean, it did. It, it did work. And, you know, there's a writer. His name's something Sheridan. I remember when the Sixers were tanking and they got Embiid and they were lining up to get Simmons, I think. And he wrote an article. This had maybe it was before even Simmons, but he wrote an article and he was like, "The 76ers are going to be the next dynasty in the NBA." And he wrote this article probably four years ago. Who they had? I, don't, I forget. Time. I even forget who they had. But he was he was saying how everything was lining up and how they they were tanking and everything. His whole outlook. He was like, "The Sixers are going to be a dynasty." Right. You know, Brett Brown didn't have a great. Uh, Series, but I really like the way he coaches, and I and I when I'm watching the game, I see the way the players respond to him and kind of look for his guidance. And I think he's, for what I see, I mean, I'm not in the huddle, obviously, I'm not in practice. 
from the outside looking in, he looks like a very good coach as well. And it looks like they're going in the direct, right direction. See, I think you as a I mean? player, like you noticed that and I'm a player, like I played, so I noticed that. Like I'm always looking at the interaction between the coach and the player because I feel like that's such a such an overlooked aspect of things. And I really feel like the players respect him. You know what I mean? Like they really seem to to like him, to listen to him, just like you said. And I think that's huge, especially in the NBA, because you have so many egos you're dealing with. So I, I I agree with you 100%, man. I think he does a great job in terms of uh, in terms of managing all the egos there and just and just getting the respect of his guys. And the guys seem to really like him. Yeah, they're in the right direction. Is uh, as, as long as they don't get injured, which is pretty much for every team. You know, and they stick together like in this NBA with the money and everything. People don't stay right. in one spot for that long. Like they think the Celtics, like we're saying the Celtics and the Sixers look like the future, but we right. never know who goes where anymore, right. you know? Absolutely. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I talked about this with Foamy. Do you have any advice? I kind of wanted to add something that I forgot to add when I was speaking with Foamy. Um, there's no perfect time to start something, you know? A lot mm. of people wait for that perfect time. And I just think that the time is now when you're wanting to start start something great and just kind of learn on the yeah, go. Yeah, I think to that I, I, it's so true, and there's really no better way of putting it other like other than just you, you have to start it now. I mean, there's there like you said, there's no perfect time, and uh, no matter how how scared you are of it, there's a reason. There's a reason it's on your mind. There's a reason you can't stop thinking about it. You know what I mean? So. If it's there and it's something that you're waking up every day, you're like, man, I really want to start this, but I feel like it's not the time. It is, man. You just got you. You really just got to get past those initial feelings of, of fear or whatever it is, because, I mean, on the other side of that, I feel like your whole world opens up and you just never know what's going to happen. You might not even land on that same path you originally thought you were going down, but it may open up a whole new world for you. You know what I mean? There it is. Episode 17. Thank you for listening. Shouts to Mike Dunn. Appreciate you. To everyone who listened to this episode in its entirety, leave the words Scooter Shooter right in the review section of your Apple Podcast app. That's Scooter Shooter. S-C-O-O-T-E-R. S-H-O-O-T-E-R. Let me know what you thought about this episode as well. Don't forget to subscribe to Combos Court if you haven't already. Thanks for the continued support. Be on the lookout for episode 18. Combo out.